0: Hey, it's Sherry. I am happy to announce that on August 1st, 2020, my latest novel is out. It's another comedy, fantasy, mystery, love story type novel. This one's set right before the pandemic hit. Well, because that's when I wrote it. And the main character is a down-on-his-luck tech entrepreneur who lost almost everything in a bad deal and a lawsuit and decides to reboot his life by opening up a computer repair shop for secret reasons of his own, in a small Oregon seacoast town. There he is seduced by a mysterious young witch. And, while on a walk along the ocean one morning, he sees something he knows is impossible. And yet, there it is. This leads him into a secret the town has been keeping since the 70s and throws everything he's ever believed about reality right out the window. The book is called No Such Thing as Mermaids, And is available now on Amazon.com and soon at most other major online bookstores, both in print and ebook editions. You could also find links to it on my personal website, jerryjdavis.com. Thanks. Broadcasting from the past and into the future. This is the green hour with Dan and Jerry. Okay, hello to all our absent minded friends. Uh, this is not Dan, and he is not Jerry.
1: I am not. I don't even <laughs> know who I am, honestly. I'm at that age where I could be anybody.
0: It depends on what time of day and if you've changed your underwear or not.
1: Yes. And then, <laughs> I have to look at the back of it to find out who I am.
0: <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Um, I don't know.
1: So. Welcome to the green hour.
0: Yeah, does. Does everybody have their drinks ready? Because remember, this is a drink-along podcast.
1: You know, uh, what's so funny about that is when I was a kid, now now we're already getting off topic, but uh, (laughs) when I was a kid, there was this TV show called Romper Room.
0: Oh, I remember Romper Room. Remember
1: Romper Room? And the, and the, the gal that was the host of the show had this magic magnifying glass, and she would hold it up to her face while looking at the camera and she would call out names like, I see Billy, I see... Uh-huh. I see that," and, and never once did she ever say Dan. I was so upset, I thought, "Can she not see me? What can I do? I think that started a lot of my childhood trauma.
0: <laughs> I'm just scared. not being
1: seen by people. Well, She, she started
0: mooning week. her. Huh? She,
1: she died last week.
0: Oh, that's too bad.
1: Well, I, I mean, I it is sad. It's a childhood thing. But dude, she was like, she was like 94. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, uh, I, it was I'd a have time.
0: I'd have to Google her, but I seem to remember she was quite attractive back in the day.
1: Uh, she was. She was a good looking gal.
0: Yeah. She was like, I'd want her as my romper room teacher. <laughs> <laughs> See,
1: that should be the name of a strip club, romper room. I know. Huh? Would be <laughs> it would be perfect. Oh my gosh. It's like we're watching, uh, uh, not meaning to speak of strip clubs, but we were watching, uh, the outsider on HBO. Uh, uh-huh. uh, it's a Stephen King novel, which one I didn't understand. And, uh, they have in the show, I won't, I'm, I'm not going to give you the plot. I'm only going to go back to why I said this was they had a strip club named the peach crease.
0: Oh, I get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of, a, it's kind of a, it's a funny name, right? That kind of, I was going, wow, that really should be a thing. It, it's,
0: what it be. Well, I mean, that's um, um, one of the more sexualized um, emojis
1: yes. out there. Yes.
0: And uh, I also, I think, you know, because everybody was playing that um, Animal Crossing and one oh, of the things yeah. you get on the Trees of the Peaches... And, of course, the YouTube uh, uh, game streamers were calling them the Butt Trees.
1: The Butt Trees? Oh, that yeah, because
0: butt. they look like a bunch of
1: butts. <laughs> uh, you know what? Uh, welcome to the internet where pretty much anything you do or say can be sexualized. Uh,
0: no, no doubt.
1: Well, now, uh, let, let's, let's talk about some absences because I know you have a couple things on your agenda that sound amazing.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. So I was reading on uh, Reddit uh, uh, at on the thread r absinthe a while ago that, it, that someone claimed that absinthe goes really well with root beer. So
1: I would think it would.
0: Well, I did some research on Google, and it proves that this is actually rather well known, and the drink is known as the root of all evil.
1: Oh, what a great name
0: I know. So it's one part absinthe, of three course. parts cold root beer, and I'm about to make myself one.
1: All right, well uh, uh, go ahead there, uh, Dr. Jerry
0: <laughs> I'm going to turn into Mr. Hyde.
1: Uh, you, you could. you could very well. Uh, so? I think uh, so what now let's let's get down to uh, while you're preparing it, I'll ask you a few questions. What type of root beer are you using?
0: Um, I'm using A&W root beer, my favorite.
1: Oh, very good. Good call.
0: And I'm using Lucid because it is pretty much, I'm going to call this my new standard.
1: Wow, dude, Kubler held that spot for so many years.
0: Yeah, I think Lucid has finally pushed, uh, Kubler off to the side, but also it's so much easier to get. Yes. And right. you can't, I mean, especially if you're getting the, the bottle, the not the cat eye bottle, but the new one that kind of looks like a leafy thing. There's right. still some cat eyes in there if you look close.
1: Oh, there are? Oh, okay. So yeah, they it's, did it's, revamp.
0: Yeah, they did. Uh, and it's it's imported from France now. Oh. And uh, they're how doing much, a really good a bottle,
1: job. How much a bottle is it? <sighs>
0: I paid $80 for the Oh, home. my
1: gosh, dude.
0: But that's with the travel surcharge, right? If oh, i had driven, God. if I'd spent $20 to drive to Chicago, I would have saved $20. Oh,
1: gotcha. <laughs> so, <laughs> Remember the I'm, days I mean, when Kubler was 39 bucks a liter?
0: Oh, I know. I, I should have
1: bought cases and cases and cases. But who would have known? Yeah,
0: I and mean, who knows if it would still be good by now.
1: Now, are you, so, putting, are you putting ice in your uh, beverage?
0: No, I don't ice my root beer. That's like a sin against root beer. Just like don't, don't light your absinthe on fire. Oh, all right. I, I just make sure it's really cold.
1: Right. Okay. So you're putting in one shot.
0: Yeah. And let's see. They said the louche is interesting, so I'm, I'm waiting to see it
1: here. Oh, is it going to louche?
0: It says it louches. Oh. Oh, wow. Okay, it turned into kind of a beer looking. Well, I mean, you know, a root beer kind of looks like beer, but now it's like um it's like a, a dark a uh, yeasty looking beer.
1: Oh. Wow. So almost okay. like uh like a nitro brew.
0: Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Exactly.
1: All right, all right. Now it you
0: smells. No well, I oh I guess I should stir you probably it should
1: stir it a little bit to get all right hold. I can
0: get my spoon. Ah now dropped my glasses. Hold up. I've gone totally discombobulated over here. That's all right. That's all right. All right. Get the headphones
1: back on. All right.
0: Oh man, it's it's okay. It's loosed even more.
1: Now you're going to take a picture of it before you consume it. I would trust. Oh, I could,
0: I could do that. I think, I think actually,
1: it's necessary. Well, hey, what you, I mean,
0: I'm going to be making several of these over the course of this afternoon, so I'll get a picture in. All right. I mean, okay, you know yeah. what?
1: You should do a video of uh, you making one.
0: Yeah, I could do that.
1: Yeah. Here's here's your green hour uh, beverage tip of the day.
0: All right. Dilution continued. It no longer looks like beer. It looks like um, Mexican chocolate. Oh. Kind of a pale, semi-translucent chocolate All right. drink. Kind of like Yuho. Remember Yuho? Oh yeah, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Oh, really? That's How what it, interesting.
0: That's what it looks like. No foam or anything at the top. There's no head.
1: So right. now what is it what is the aroma that you're getting out of it? I'm sure it's got a, a ton of uh anise.
0: Uh, it smells like sweet absinthe. Really? Ooh, yeah.
1: Well, give it a go. Give it uh, the right. Davis taste test.
0: Okay. They definitely go together. Oh, wow. Okay. Really? Wow. Okay. Mmm. All right. That's interesting. It has a chocolatey taste to it. Oh, it does. Yeah, now you remember. I used to rave about that salmiaka um, uh, chocolate I would get in Finland. That oh yeah, a yes. gooey, um, not absinthe center, but a, a, a licorice center. Right. This this is reminiscent of that taste. It's kind of uh, licorice chocolate.
1: Interesting. Hmm. Now, mm. how do you think that would? Uh,
0: oh, this is dangerous. I could like down this.
1: So you <laughs> could. Uh, here's here's a thought. I'm wondering if you could put that. Like, what was the ratio? One to three.
0: Yeah, I did a one to three. That's what they recommended.
1: I would bet you that you could make, like, put it in a glass or something or in a jar. And put it in the freezer, and it would make like a root beer slushy with absinthe, because <sighs> it wouldn't freeze because of the alcohol.
0: Oh wow! Okay, like that's probably a-
1: what two shots, two shots of absinthe per can. Maybe, or three let's shots see. of absinthe per can, depending on what you want to do.
0: Well, let's see. I'm I'm working from a, a basically a 17 fluid ounce bottle here. And I used about a quarter of it. Right. So I would say for this bottle, I would put in at least three shots. Wow. But I like it strong, so probably go four.
1: So what do you think?
0: Mmm. This is totally a win. This has kicked Mountain Dew off to the side. Which, by the way, I haven't been doing any, anymore. I, I did buy some Mountain Dew, and I had one the other night. And I'm like, this is okay, but I'd rather just drink absinthe,
1: right? Right, right.
0: Boy, it, have, have, have I changed. Uh, but I'll I'll drink this as a uh, drink. I'll just drink this. which yeah. is you Which is that- kind of scary because I don't want to go through my absinthe too quickly because when it's gone, it's pretty much gone.
1: Well, now here's my question to you. Is it, uh, would you say that, does it warm it up some being that the absinthe is room temperature?
0: It warmed it up a little bit, but I mean, I had it almost freezing cold when I mixed them together.
1: Oh, you did? Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: You see, if you're going to put ice in it, I would use something like dad's root beer, uh, because it's it's a stronger taste and it's actually made to hold up to ice, but um, you don't put ice in a and I mean, it just waters it down immediately right. to the point where it's kind of
1: the. Now, if you were thinking of kicking this up a notch or two or three, you probably could use uh, Not Your Father's.
0: Yeah, uh, that was in one of the recipes I, I saw on YouTube. This already drunk guy was doing that. <laughs>
1: Really? Yeah. I'll bet it was amazing though. I I would think that having that extra kick of uh whatever the alcohol they put in it. Five percent. I think that would I think that could uh that could do something.
0: Well maybe maybe that'll be the next episode because I think I found my new uh summer drink
1: here. (laughs) Ah, there.
0: Well, my uh my friend Ted out in Montana he, remember uh, several episodes ago, we were talking about this uh, absinthe you could only get in Montana and they, yes. they would, they said they would be happy to get us some, but unfortunately they can't ship.
1: Oh um, yes. Right. Right.
0: So my friend Ted bought me a bottle and I, I was like a payback dude. And he's like, yeah, whatever. And he just bought a bottle for me oh. and he says three times he's tried to send it. And every time he gets busted, and they won't let him send it. And the last time he was trying FedEx, and FedEx refused it. They actually opened the package and said, "You can't send this." So apparently, if they if they hear liquid, they stop and they actually inspect the bottle.
1: What does he What does he say? Uh, like, what's his packing slip say?
0: I I don't know. He didn't because here's didn't, how,
1: here's how. <laughs> Well, welcome to How to Circumvent the Law One Hundred and One.
0: <laughs> Let's um, do it.
1: <laughs> what what I what I've done when I shipped that out is I put that I'm sending balsamic vinegar.
0: Oh!
1: Instead, if you just say liquid, that's so am, amb, ambiguous. It's like any it liquid. Uh, n- explosives. You know, it, it could be a, a very bad thing.
0: Hmm. Well. Um, it looks like I'm going to end up driving because my plan was actually, I was going to drive up there anyway, because there's that amazing absinthe bar up there I wanted to try. Right. Um, so then the pandemic thing happened and, uh, but I, th- I think I'm probably going to see if I could get out there late summer, early fall anyway. Oh, good. Cause I want to see him and he's got this like survival ranch up there and right. <laughs> he's <laughs> Out in the middle of beautiful nowhere and really close to um oh that um that it's a it's a glacier park that the glaciers etched this you know the mountainside and everything so it's oh, right, just like amazing. Right. right. So yeah, I gotta get up there with my cameras and everything. Um yeah,
1: of course you do.
0: Oh, by the way, speaking of cameras, did, you, did we
1: you buy a new th- camera?
0: We, should we start a, an, a a new section of the uh, podcast called "What's What's Your Obsession This Week"? <laughs>
1: uh, that Pretty much is every week, dude. We, we end up going so far off topic it doesn't even matter. But go ahead. But, so, what you've been now? I will say this: I have noticed an increase in the nature photos that you've been uh, posting, which have been wonderful.
0: Well, that's about all I could take pictures of, <laughs> so. Uh...
1: Well, I went to IKEA yesterday. They're they're opening up Orange County, and IKEA was open, and I had to stand in line. Uh, they had tents set up, and they had a line. It was like uh, the Indiana Jones ride at uh, Disneyland. It, it had they actually had signs that said "20 minutes from this point." I'm like, what the hell am I? What is this? Did they merge with a, a theme park or what? Am I going to give it's Mr. Kia's impossible maze. <laughs> and uh, the IKEA name your own impronounceable object uh, section. So <laughs> I, I think uh, I think they they're missing an opportunity. Really do.
0: Well, yeah, I bought a new camera.
1: Uh what did you buy? Oh God. So how many cameras do you have I'm, now?
0: I'm, I'm i only have oh shit,
1: um, twelve.
0: No, no, I 14. didn't go that insane. But I I have I have three. Um, uh, we'll say prosumer cameras. Okay, uh, all right. Because in, in my line of work, as you know, and some of our old time listeners know, I do photography as part of my job. I am yes. a professional photographer, so you could write them off. I could, I could, but if if. Well, n- no, because <laughs> most of the time, it turns out that if I just take the standard deduction, it works out better. Oh, because I don't I don't have that many expenses. But this I don't I don't even I don't know if I'm gonna keep it, but wait, why would I keep it? Well l- let me explain. This All is right. a, I I don't even remember how I got obsessed on this camera. It's a three-year-old camera, it's not a new camera. I mean it's a three-year-old model, it is a All new right. camera, but it's a Sony, and I've been looking at Sony's for a long time because I went from Canon to Nikon. And now everybody raves about Sony and the Sony A9 and God, it's expensive. And I really, in my line of work, I don't need the top of the line camera. A prosumer camera works just fine. And it turns out someone was saying on one of the forums I was at um, how wonderful this all-in-one camera was. Because right. it's a it's a like a pro camera but not in a changeable lens but you never need to change the lens because it's a Zeiss lens and it goes from eighteen it goes from eighteen to six hundred millimeters yeah with a one inch sensor so it's a bigger sensor than my Nikon P one thousand which has this insane three thousand millimeter zoom but a little tiny like a cell phone sensor on it. And it does, like, it does 16 megapixels, but on the far end, it's not that great. So, like, really the only usable length is 2,500 millimeters, which is still enough to look at a gnat on a bird's beak at, you know, 60 yards. Right. Right or direct not that i do this but like directly in through someone's window across the street to see a pimple on their face you know
1: well that's good you don't need well that's
0: what they call these creeper cameras they're called super zooms so this one um all the way out to the far end at 600 millimeters it's everybody says it's still absolutely perfect because the lens is amazing and so i obsessed and i obsessed and i finally went okay well, if I sell my big camera, the the Nikon D7500, and all the lenses, I could use it to pay for this one, because it is not a cheap camera. It's not super expensive, but it's like almost $2,000 for what used to right. be called a point and shoot, but now they just call it a prosumer bridge camera. Oh. And so I went, oh, what the hell? And I bought it, put it on a credit card, and I thought, okay, if I like it, I will sell the other cameras, because... I'd have to sell the camera and the lenses of this other camera to pay for it. Right. It is a wonderful camera. <laughs> okay. It does everything, but the picture quality is 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 technically perfect, but it doesn't have the depth and soul and just real feel that the images coming from my Nikons do. I mean, well, then, it's just. Well, why
1: don't you get rid of
0: it? I'm going to send it back. I have until you are March. going to send it back. Yeah, I'm going to send it back till July sixth. Oh,
1: all right.
0: to return it to Amazon. But then I'm thinking, well, okay, what else can I do? This, <laughs> what right. else can I buy and send back?
1: Why? <laughs> right, oh, <laughs> God. If I just go through your whole house, try to find, get one of your old tires out of the garage. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is just not up to my expectation. It's uh, like sending back a burrito that's been three quarters eaten and said, you know what? This really isn't that good. Can I have another?
0: Well, you know, the the funny thing is, is the last three cameras I bought, I did, well, okay. I did sell one camera to pay for one of the other ones, but the last two big cameras I bought, I kept telling myself, okay. When I say big camera, I mean an SLR. I'm, I'm going to sell the old one and use it to pay for the new one or part of the new one. And the last two or three times I did that, I ended up keeping it anyway. <laughs> oh, really? And and not selling because I was too attached to them. And oh. instead, I would like give them to my daughter. So right. there's at least still in the house somewhere. <laughs> right,
1: right, right, right. So there's backup somewhere. Yeah.
0: But, but the, the thing is this one camera does everything well, but it's not as good low light as my SLR, my SLR, the low light is amazing and it doesn't have the super, super zoom as my, my other bridge camera. And so it's like this medium area where I don't really see my ever, I don't ever see myself using it. Right. You know, it's just, it's just, I wanted it because I wanted it. And it's, since it's a Sony, it, it is technically far more advanced than the other ones. So it will do a bunch of cool things, but the only reason I want it is because it's cool and not that I will use the cool things. You know what I mean? Right. God, this is what I call my shiny object obsession. Yeah, <laughs>
1: well, you know what, but honestly, it doesn't Technical difficulties are preventing the continuation of tonight's Fox Howl feature. High school madness. We are working on the problem.
0: Well, um, we had some technical difficulties, and it is now two days late later.
1: It is. <laughs> or or two days late, depending on how you look at it.
0: Yeah, so we're we're continuing. We got part of a podcast recorded. Uh we don't exactly know where we left off. But uh, I'm entitling, cause, because even now we are having some problems, uh, we're going to call this episode The Pod Gods Cursed This
1: Episode. Yes, I think that's a good idea. It, it kind of feels that way. It's like uh, uh, somewhere in the middle of us talking, dear uh, listener, uh, Windows decided to do an update, and I thought <laughs> And apparently I couldn't stop it. It was it was like uh, The Blob, that 1950s horror film where it just kind of consumes this town. And apparently it consumed my computer to the point where I had to roll it back. And then even when I called Jerry tonight to uh, finish the podcast, like there was some weird-ass thing going on with the sound card. And I had to go in and I, I went through every possible adjustment, finally found out that if I switched it from 5.1 to 2.1, uh, speakers, I could hear him perfectly.
0: Well, welcome to Tech Talk with Dan and Jerry. Yeah, no
1: kidding, no kidding.
0: Well, welcome to Jerry says every single time get a Mac. Yes, that's true. That's
1: true.
0: Sorry, and this is where Dan
1: says he can't touch a Macintosh without blowing it up.
0: So uh, okay,
1: that's all right. Well.
0: Well, uh, uh, we uh, a couple things have transpired since the last time uh, we were podcasting, <laughs> like just minutes ago to you folks. Um, uh, one, I sent the camera back.
1: Oh, you did send the camera
0: back. Yeah. So l- I, let me just sum that whole thing up with saying this: um, if you could, if you o- can, if you only want a single camera that does everything. I highly recommend the Sony MX 10 Mark four yeah. does everything. It could very easily be the only camera you need. Well, there you go. Great camera. I didn't keep it because I already have two other ones that both overlap this one. And I really didn't need it. And I couldn't bring myself to give the other ones up because Nikon's imaging is to my eyes warmer, richer, and has more soul than the Sonys. And I know Sony people are going to take serious offense to that, but I'm sorry. Yeah, what are you <laughs> I'm a Nikon dude. And the other one is, I went and got some, not your father's root beer.
1: Yes. Because those and, of you who have stuck with us this long know Jerry tried the experiment of, uh, root beer with absinthe, and apparently it tastes pretty good.
0: It was really good so now I got I, I've looshed up uh, one a uh, same same ratio with not your father's root beer which of course is also alcoholics is gonna have a, it's got a double punch so let me taste it now. All right all right here it goes. Not as good at
1: all. What? no. Mm -hmm. I, what, Oh, how how can that be? It's bitter. How can that be? Well, maybe you need to add sugar.
0: (laughs) To the root beer that already has sugar in it? The A&W was perfect. This is, it's alcohol forward and it's bitter. Well. Let me, let me just taste the the root beer by itself. Let me see. Try try that
1: because it's pretty good, actually.
0: The root beer is good by itself. I would not recommend it with Absinthe. Wow. I will recommend AW with Absinthe.
1: I I am so surprised. I would have thought that that would have been a great combo. Oh,
0: uh, no. it's It's got this tannic bitter like you're sucking on a piece of wood bark taste. Wow. Not pleasant.
1: I, th- I can't believe it. I can't believe it.
0: And it's... Um, it, it's harsh. It, it tastes harsh.
1: Wow.
0: I'll drink it. I don't want to waste <laughs> it. <laughs> I would recommend it, but I'll drink it. Well, I'm not going to waste it. it was, I'll drink it. Like I even finished that bottle of like the Torment. Oh, well, way you're a better there. man than I am. Good God. You know. well, after I gave it away... To my girlfriend's oldest daughter, and she wouldn't drink it. I was over there one night, and I needed something, and so I drank it.
1: Oh, dude, <laughs> you have to be in—you have to be in dire straits. Too.
0: I was pretty desperate at the point. I
1: was wow. like, "Well, I know, don't even I, know if I could get that desperate. That would be like—that would be like, man. I don't even know. That'd be like, well, I don't—I don't even know what to compare that to."
0: Scope. Remember, I like it. Oh the no, taste no, I scope. mean
1: yes, but I mean I'm trying to think of how desperate I would be to drink Late Torment. I'd be oh. just like, well, screw it. I don't want any alcohol then. <laughs> really? <laughs> I would. I yeah, I'd be like, I can't drink that stuff. I just can't. It was like so uh, horrible. Horrible.
0: Well, um, I don't you, my memories of it are like long ago and dim already, but because we're talking eight, nine years ago, something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, I know. But um, I remember that if you weren't comparing it to another absinthe, you were just drinking it because it was an alcohol.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah, It was drinkable. It was like drinking ouzo or something like that.
1: Wow, I couldn't even, wow. No, I, I tried it straight. I tried it. I, yeah, it that's that's how you... I
0: finished it. I finished it, it straight. Oh, <laughs> dude. Wow. There wasn't much left. I do have to admit. By that time, it was just.
1: Oh, so they uh, did drink some of it.
0: I guess. I think it was because uh, I brought it over, and there was like a teen party going on. Well, no, not
1: wow, dude. This is you, the, if the uh, if the police. Well, let, were
0: the let Let me let me think about that. How old was she? I don't she think was she was 21. twenty-one. She was no, 21. she wasn't. She wasn't. She wasn't twenty one. Neither were her friends. But they were safely at the parents' house and with the parents' permission.
1: But that doesn't matter. That's still uh, against the law.
0: Not no. In in. Um, let's see. What state would it not be against the law? Um, Minnesota. It would not be. So it all happened in Minnesota. There
1: you go. All right. <laughs> sure.
0: It's my story. I'm sticking yes, to it. But yeah. Uh, uh, I, I think they, they tried it. Um, they gave it a go and like then, then the bottle sat and yeah. I finished it. Uh, I think it was a winter's night. I was house sitting for them while they were in England. Wow. Um, there was nothing else in the house. I was bored. I finished it.
1: Wow. That, you know, you're a better man than I am. Cause I would have just, uh, I would have probably taken it outside, poured it on wood, and lit it on fire.
0: I don't even think that's that the much. only <laughs>
1: absinthe. That's the only absinthe I would burn and and you a, were... by itself on wood or some other uh, caustic device.
0: You'd use it to light your cigar. That's about it. Oh, I wouldn't
1: even do that to the poor cigar. God, that's
0: like horrible. Wow. Oh, that's of the f- wow. fumes.
1: <laughs> All right. So, bottom line, you would not mix uh, absinthe uh. with. Uh,
0: not your father's root beer. Yeah, I that's, but you a,
1: that's
0: would a mix it with ANW, ANW, and I bet dad's root beer would taste pretty good too. But but the not your dad's root beer. Uh-uh. Yeah, wow. Well, you got to think they they had to they had to formulate this differently if they're like adding alcohol to it. I don't even know if it's actually root beer. It might be root beer flavored beer for all I know. Actually, it's
1: beer. actually it's more. I think it's like a malt liquor. If, if well, say. there
0: you go. So well, that could be why. Yeah, because some some sort of bitterness is coming through.
1: I think we should <laughs> call the uh, absent root beer thing "Rootsen."
0: Well, the the, um, the official name is the root of all evil.
1: Oh, uh, that's kind of lame. It needs it needs like a I, one.
0: You fruit. said it was cool. Well, I, I know,
1: but, <laughs> Jerry, two days have passed. Things <laughs> change.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: You're know. Right. The Root of the Oliva, Oliva. I mean, that's nice. That's a, that's a nice bar name. You know yes. what I mean? That's like a nice, you would see it on a menu at a bar, and you'd say, oh, I'd like the Root of please." But I think if we are doing it, we're going to put it in our collection of uh, cocktails, I think it needs like uh, 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 Rube Synth or abier. Or something. I don't
0: know. <laughs> well, if it's A and W and Lucid specifically, may oh, yeah. it's maybe it's A and Lucid.
1: <laughs> or Lucid uh, and W. <laughs> let's see. Lucid beer. Rucid. R- Rucid. Rucid. It sounds like Scooby Doo.
0: Oh Wolfrag.
1: Well, so that uh, yeah. I, so what else what other um commercially available things would you mix with absinthe? So, so we've we so far if we are going back over the list of things that we have experimented with you've done mountain dew
0: which which works
1: you've done and, root beer
0: root beer works and um What's that, that- fruit yeah, the, I forgot the name of it. It Was that uh, one? One of our um, friends and listeners uh, suggested
1: the Laptrap, I believe he called
0: it. <laughs> yeah, it was called the Laptrap. It's lap-trap. that that um, it's an organic um, grapefruit soda, and yeah. and, and yeah. which which makes sense because that's kind of like Mountain Dew. Right. Root beer. I never would have thought ever.
1: You know, I would have never thought about it either. And then when you mentioned, I went, "Oh, good heavens, uh, that kind of makes sense." Makes I
0: wonder sense. if it would taste good with Sprite. Sprite's mm. kind of
1: a—it's
0: a kind of that's, a
1: grapefruity lemon. Well, no, not Sprite. You're thinking of Squirt.
0: Squirt. No, squirt, squirt is what I'm thinking because I have maybe some
1: Squirt. Would. do you have Squirt in the house?
0: I, I have Squirt.
1: Well, go go get it. Let's if we're in the mood to experiment, let's do it up.
0: Well, shoot, i got to finish this first, and I don't want to gulp it down. Well, you can um, just
1: keep it side by side. You can trade off back to back.
0: Means i got to go get another glass. Hold on.
1: All right, I'll, I'll entertain the masses.
0: Yes. So for, perform and, mass.
1: For <laughs> mass, yes. Hikute for That's about all the mass I can do. I can make a mass out of things, I guess. <clears throat> so, anyway, ladies and gentlemen... Uh, I guess what we're trying to say here on uh, uh, Green Hour with Dan and Jerry is that enjoy Absinthe uh, in its purest form and work your palate that way. Learn the differences and the nuances me, yeah. of Absinthe and then go out and experiment like, well, like we are. Because Jerry and I have been doing this for years. We're, we're seasoned professionals. Uh, you may Come want back. to take a little slower. So uh, what I was telling the audience was that being that you and I are seasoned professionals and have been doing this for years and years, that they should take it slow and enjoy and develop their palate uh, with regular absinthe and try all the different brands. And then once they get to the point to where they go, all right, I feel comfortable saying that this is a good absinthe, this is a bad absinthe, then you start mixing it with stuff and trying it out.
0: Very true. I think, and- I think that's good. I, I don't know. I I generally don't want to mix really expensive, really refined absinthe with anything but water.
1: Right. And that would right. be the squirt being poured in. Am I correct? Oh,
0: you heard that? You heard it? Yeah. I had to put some ice in it because the squirt was not cold.
1: That's All okay. Right. All right. I got It's a cocktail. It's a cocktail.
0: It, uh... It looks interesting. I looshed up really good. It's uh, yeah, nice. Yeah, what
1: absence did you use? I forgot to ask I'm, you what you're is- okay.
0: using. Lucid. I'm using Lucid. I'm right. saving the other stuff for when I drink it straight. Although I really liked Lucid. straight. Lucid right. is good now. I know we said that yeah. before, but we have. All right, here he goes. Meh. Just no? drinkable, but nah.
1: Well, what good? G- give me, give me some descriptors.
0: Um, flaccid. Wow. <laughs> um. Unrefined. Okay. Um. Clashing, tastes. Now, uh, the absinthe is, uh, you, you can't, t- okay. You can't really taste the squirt. You taste the absinthe more, but the absinthe tastes like it's gone kind of
1: bad. Oh, really? So it's like, a, so the, so the absinthe overpowers the, uh, citrus in the squirt.
0: Yeah. But you know what? I think I have it mixed to like, uh. It looks like one to one and a half. Let me put a little bit more squirt in there.
1: Yeah, try try a little bit more squirt. That might help it. All right. Or it might not. I don't know. It could make it worse.
0: I'll drink it. no matter what. I what happens. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Ugh. No? No, that made it worse. Now it tastes like ruined squirt. It tastes like... Skunky
1: squirt, <laughs> it tastes like bad squirt. like bad squirt, bad squirt, bad,
0: wow. no biscuit.
1: All right. Well, there you go. So, uh, there, you know, uh, uh this is, I feel like we're like Thomas Edison. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, we're trying different things and we, we found, uh, you know, we're one closer to uh, finding the perfect combination.
0: Well, Thomas Edison would have been paying other people to do it and then taking credit for it.
1: That's true. We're, we're, like, <laughs> we're like Nikolai Tesla.
0: Yeah, we're a little more like Tesla. We're more like, well. Because, because we're a bit crazy. Yes. <laughs> and we think aliens talk to us. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh, speaking of Tesla, okay, you know, uh, well, wait, wait we, I may have already brought this up, but let me just say it again just in case because it was interesting. There's another company that started up to compete with Tesla, but instead of focusing on cars or focusing on trucks, have you heard about this?
1: Oh! And, uh, and it's not a joke. Yes.
0: It's called, the company's called Nikola.
1: No, it is not. Yes, it is. Oh, that's hilarious. So
0: I, I keep thinking, you know, they they created this company specifically hoping that Tesla would buy them. Right. So the company can combine and be called Nikola Tesla.
1: Tesla? <laughs> is it Nikola or is it Nikolai? N-
0: Nick, let me check.
1: Because I've always, I've always uh, called him Nikolai Tesla.
0: You're probably right. My old brain,
1: Nikola Tesla. Well, Tesla's already working on like like semi trucks and trains. Oh
0: yeah, but have you seen their truck truck?
1: the <laughs> like bad fifth grader drawing
0: <laughs> so so uh, nicola it is nicola
1: it is nicola
0: I, I, but i may be pronouncing it incorrectly okay let me
1: is there a i uh, at the end
0: no it's n i k o l a
1: i thought it was Nikola.
0: nicola, nicola. Right. okay nicola motors pioneer in electric heavy-duty applications, fully electric and hydrogen fuel cell electric Cavour semi-truck.
1: There you go.
0: And then they've got, um, very cool looking four-door pickup. It, it looks like the way that the Tesla should have looked, (laughs) I think, really. (laughs) Uh, Because it does look like, um, Oh, what are those? What are those short cab pickups? That is it. Um, oh, actually, I think everybody makes them now. But the Nissan ones, I think, or the oh, Toyotas, right.
1: right, right, right,
0: looked so really nice. So this was like this was like one uh, produced five years from now. It, I mean, it's got that future look to it. Yeah, and it's and it's all electric. Or actually, is it electric? It's fuel cell. If it's hydrogen fuel cell, I think all you do is you put water in it. Isn't that how that works?
1: I think so, yeah. Or salt water. Is it salt water? Some,
0: I don't know. So I remember my father was always talking about this friend of his. <laughs> he, there was, he's, uh, this was a, um, you'll like this. Okay. So m- my, my dad had this friend, uh, and he was like the, an old army buddy. And like my father, he was also an inventor. And he had this um, thing where he, he built a motor that was powered by water but what you do is you'd start it with gasoline until it got warm and right. then it warmed up this one thing and then you 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 slowly put the water on one side or you you turn it on and it would what he called crack the water and separate right. the hydrogen from the oxygen and then mix them both together and burn them and then run the engine on that
1: oh interesting
0: so, so basically, it's like you just need a gas to get it started, and once it was going and warmed up, it will just run on water oh. for as long as you want, right? And so he he took it to an auto dealer, not a dealer, but a, 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 and I forget which one. Now, now we're going into conspiracy theory areas. Right. Right. So he he takes it to this company, uh, Ford or someone like that. Ford lawyers, uh, I don't know if it was you. uh, Don't sue me, please. And don't make me disappear in the middle of the night. Um, And he came back saying they completely rejected him. And then the guy disappears. Swear to God. He disappears. The place is ransacked. Everything's gone. My father had never found him, never figured out what happened to him.
1: Really? Yeah. Okay, that's pretty... That's like that's like
0: a movie. I know, huh?
1: That's crazy.
0: That's crazy. then so, I, this is all secondhand. My dad told me back when he was alive. I, I don't know how much. You know, my dad kind of told some tall tales sometimes. So, who knows? But uh, but there you but go. He, He did tell me one story that absolutely nobody believed back when he was in, he was stationed on some Island in the middle of the Pacific and he was a, a Sergeant mechanic. I think it was. And his job basically was to keep the PT boats running. Right. Oh, right. Including the PT boat that, uh, uh, president Kennedy ran and sunk. Um, but he would go out with this other guy who was like a general and who had the best liquor. So they had this thing where they'd trade off. He would keep the, the guy's um, motorboats running because he had his own little, like, fishing boats there. Right, right. And and uh, the guy would pay him in liquor, and then they'd go off and go drinking and get drunk out in the middle of, like, this beautiful Pacific Island wilderness. Oh, uh, and he said there was this weird fish. that would sit there and watch it. And the fish would come out of the water and climb up a tree and jump in the water. And even when I was like 10 years old, I said, I didn't tell him this, but I was like, that's bullshit. Yeah. That's that's, absolute yeah, bullshit. I don't
1: know of any tree, uh, fish that climbs a tree.
0: Well, then, uh, but when I was about 14 or 15, I was getting into aquariums really hard. And I was like collecting all these fish and reading up on every single fish. Guess what? That fish exists, and it's found on one island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. No. <laughs> yeah. and it's a freshwater fish on an island surrounded by saltwater. Mm. It's totally trapped there. That's the only place you could find it. Of course, now you could probably buy it at your local fish aquarium emporium.
1: But well, now uh, so see uh, the maybe the story about the maybe it's true.
0: Yeah, he used to tell a lot of tall tales, um, as fathers are wont to do.
1: Yes. but, uh, but at, least, at least at least that one you found out later in life was true.
0: Yeah, I found out that was true. Was, I was, I actually went to him and said, "Dad, I found your fish." <coughs> <laughs> what did he say? You weren't lying to me. He's like, "Of course I wasn't lying to you." <laughs> that was my
1: yeah. dad. Well, as as dads are off to do. <laughs> wow!
0: So I have two drinks sitting here, and I don't like either one of them.
1: Well, <laughs> Great. this is this is the uh, this is the price you pay for experimentation, my friend.
0: Yeah. Okay. well, I'm reaching for the gummies, then
1: <laughs> you might as well.
0: So I got. I'm I'm going to just go ahead and out myself. Uh, I've been going to the dispensary, of course. Cause it's legal here and, um, been experimenting with all the different, the Indigas and the, the Sativas and the hybrids and all that stuff. And, you know, some have lots of CBD and some don't.
1: And what have you discovered?
0: Well, I've discovered that there's this one hybrid and it's the same brand as all the other ones I've been buying. And it is really inconsistent Oh. I mean, I've had... Let me see how many pieces I've had left. Okay. Five. So I've had five. All right. And all five gave me a completely different...
1: Buzz. ...experience.
0: (laughs) Every (laughs) single one of them.
1: Yeah, that's inconsistent.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so I don't know what's going on, but it's... uh, Maybe it was the the mix-and-match batch or something. (laughs)
1: You know, you never know. I mean, uh, I... I, it's hard to say, you know, I think, I think we're doing much like absinthe, my friend, I think doing your research into different brands and seeing what, you know, what the ratings are and what the uh, stuff is, it could be. Well,
0: we don't, I mean, this, uh, it's a baby industry here and we have one dispensary and you get what you get and you don't throw a fit basically. Oh, well, there you go. And, uh, uh, all the other ones that I had and have tried from the same brand have been very consistent. It's just this one seems to be like, roll the dice. Oh, wow. <laughs> one day you're going to be really sleepy, and one day you're going to be wired, and one day you're not going to feel a thing and go, what happened? Wow. <laughs> it's just weird.
1: Wow. In other news. <laughs> yeah, in other news. Didn't, didn't we have some leftover absinthe news from the last podcast? Well,
0: we were we were talking. I think we were actually talking about Absinthea when we got cut yes, off.
1: Yes, and
0: if you go to uh, shop Absinthea, it's absinthe with an i a at the end.
1: Yeah, I think her, I think her name is Cynthia.
0: Yeah, and so she's been calling herself Absinthea, Absinthea
1: for a long and time. we've been.
0: Interacting with her since this podcast was a brand new thing way back in what, oh, 20,
1: 2010? 20, yeah,
0: 2020, Wait, before the
1: plague. I know, that yeah, before the plague.
0: and so she's kind of a friend of the show, or at least she used to be. I don't think she listens anymore, but um, she'd always been talking about she wanted to start her own absinthe company, and she finally did. And she's got it going, and it's getting really good ratings. It's winning awards,
1: and yeah, now she won, did she win a silver and a gold, or just a silver?
0: Um, well, I think there's a gold here. Let me let me uh, let me click on the link and go look. Um, she okay? So she's won a gold medal in 2018. Oh, uh, silver medal in 2019. Um, A bronze medal in twenty eighteen. I wow. guess these are all different different places where she's. But the San Francisco World Spirits Convention in twenty eighteen, she won the gold medal. Wow! It, in New York, she um, she she got rated a ninety four. Whatever that means. Wow! If it's ninety four out of a hundred, that means it's pretty darn good.
1: That's so anyway,
0: good. um. She she was excited to announce and I, I let her know what we were going to talk about on the show that she has found a way to actually ship and sell her stuff online.
1: Oh, very good.
0: So if you go to shopabsynthia.com, you could get her absinthe. All right. It's a Is little the- bit expensive, but I I still want to try it.
1: Shop.absynthia.
0: Yeah, or shop, absinthia. no, no, it's shop absinthia, one word. So she's selling a 375 milliliter bottle for forty four ninety nine, but I think that includes shipping, so. Let's see. And she says that it makes a refreshing death in the afternoon.
1: Report 375 milliliters, so it's half of a bottle. Yeah. So that's pretty expensive.
0: Yeah, it was pretty expensive, but you know, maybe her expenses are really high. I don't
1: know. Interesting. Well, I mean, uh, we should hit her up and see if she would uh, send us each a bottle so we could review it on the show.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm willing to kick some money down to try it because, I mean, I've I've been following her for a long time and I really want to support her business. But well,
1: we, we'll, we'll support her business. I mean, you gotta try the stuff first. I know, that's true. We have to try it. And and I would hate to try it and have it be left.
0: Suck. I mean, <laughs> I know. Yeah,
1: you know, I mean it's just like anything else. It's like uh you have to you know this is uh this is why uh people listen to our podcasts because they trust us which God knows why but uh they they trust us and they trust our judgment and so you know that's why uh, I think she should send us a bottle.
0: I want to see if I could find it in this book.
1: Oh, wow. She's got uh, all sorts of places here. Let's see where it's Oh, where's damn it. it. She's, uh, her, uh, there's one in Costa Mesa. The mixing <laughs> glass.
0: Oh, you should just go over there.
1: I just might have to.
0: You should record live. Just record it on your phone.
1: Well, they don't have it listed on their website. They have Lachlan Destine and View Popularity.
0: Well, supposedly somewhere in this book, there's a recipe for a poutini, and I want to see what it is. Oh, there's recipes all through the book. Okay. You just have to go look. And what the hell am I talking about? I'm talking about Absinthe, the exquisite elixir, written by Bettina Whittles oh. and Ted Bro. Maybe he, I brought that up on the last episode. You did, you did as a
1: matter of fact. We did, we did talk about
0: that. Yeah, so I'm... I'm. Well, that's right, because I said I'd only read the first couple pages. Well, I've gone through about a third of it now. Yes. And it is fascinating. It's really worth buying, and I would definitely buy the hard... The, well, the, the Dead Tree Edition, not the...
1: The Dead Tree Edition?
0: Yeah, the Dead Tree Edition is much better than the... Um,
1: the what, Electronic what the, Edition. What's the, what's the Dead Tree
0: Edition? The Dead Tree Edition is the one that's printed on a dead tree. <laughs> Instead of in your, your Kindle.
1: Oh! oh <laughs> You've oh, never so, heard
0: that expression?
1: Oh, you're going, dead tree? What did they cut? Like slabs of wood and like carve the book into it? I was trying to figure out what you were talking about.
0: I guess that's a writer thing. Oh, the writers uh, I hang out with, we all call it, if you're getting a a book printed uh, on paper. It's the Dead, it's the Tree, Dead edition. Tree edition. Oh, well, now that
1: makes <laughs> sense. I'm sitting here going, "What the hell is he talking about?" Uh, I'm
0: talking Tree about the edition. Dead Tree edition.
1: Well, now I know. Instead of the, <laughs> I don't even know what it, what we what it, what did you call the digital version? The Tron uh, version.
0: I call it the ghost-like version that and that haunts your ebook reader. Oh uh, all right <laughs> because it can go away at any time that you know that's the problem with uh okay, I love my Kindle, right yeah um I I do like reading on it. I've got way more books. My problem with the Kindle is I belong to this book club uh no it's not a club. It's a newsletter and it will tell you all the books that have gone on sale for like under three bucks right. And I binge buy all these freaking books. Do you really? And I have like over 300 of them and I just, I don't read anymore. (laughs) I just don't have, (laughs) I need to sit down and read. But it's like any time that I would have time to sit down and read, my eyes are tired. Right. Because I've been working all day with a freaking screen in front of my face and I don't want to stare at another freaking screen. Right. Or So I have been buying dead tree books lately.
1: So but see now re- oh, I know I, I like I, I was I was so confused when you said dead tree. <laughs> like I was thinking I uh, my mind immediately went to like a special edition like a uh, uh, colored uh, vinyl disc <laughs> yeah I remember disc, that was... <laughs> a picture disc or something I'm going the dead tree what is that is it like is it like uh, pressed wormwood branches and and like is it on a special papyrus type thing, and then and no, it's a regular book, is what you're talking
0: about. Like, <laughs> well, instead of the Dead Sea Scrolls,
1: yeah, the dead tree it's
0: scroll. the, the Dead Tree Scrolls.
1: Uh, there it is, right <laughs> there, ladies and gentlemen. You heard it here
0: first. <laughs> oh, I'm going yeah. to publish my next book on the Dead Tree Squirrels. Squirrels! Squirrels! <laughs>
1: But that's a whole.
0: That's a whole oh, other thing.
1: That's a whole different deal. The Dead Tree Squirrels. Uh, that that's the name of our band. We're doing a <laughs> band called the Dead Tree Squirrels. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard that here first. We're copywriting it. It's ours.
0: It's why is be. why is this book furry?
1: <laughs> we're we're gonna do it's good. We're gonna do uh it, it'll be like uh punk bluegrass. <laughs> the dead. That's
0: Tree the basically Swirls. the Grateful Dead.
1: Yeah, it kind of is, actually. But, yeah, they don't have the cool name like we do.
0: You know, they started out as the Warlocks.
1: Yeah, they did, actually.
0: Yeah, and then they were like, oh, there's another band that has that name. What do we do?
1: Well, like the Alice um, Cooper group was the spy, was the Nas, and then they became oh, the Spiders, and then the they became Na- out of the Alice Cooper group.
0: The Nas? What is that, like, from the Nas? Uh, no, I have no idea. Yeah. No idea. That, isn't that something from Nazgul? They, that's from Lord of the Rings or oh, something.
1: Oh, maybe. It was N-A-Z-Z. Oh,
0: okay. That's a pretty cool... I want, I want Naz.com.
1: Yep. Go, go get oh, it. Oh,
0: even better. Naz.net.
1: Naz.net. Dead. You better get Dead, uh, dead Tree.
0: Dead Tree uh, Squirrels. Dead
1: Tree Squirrels. <laughs> I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> it's but, like... Oh this is PETA, let us in now.
1: <laughs> exactly. So Dead Tree Squirrels. The Dead Scrolls. We've learned so much in this episode. <laughs> I know. This is this has been see, once again, ladies and gentlemen, this is exactly how it works out when we get together. It's like we start off talking about one thing and we end <laughs> up in uh, Ohio.
0: <laughs> Starts off slow and tapers off it Like tapers you used to off. say
1: yeah. Yeah. Maybe that should be the episode title. <laughs> We're starting off we, slow and tapering off
0: You used to say that almost every single episode
1: I, uh, Yes, exactly
0: <laughs> That was like your your,
1: your Catchphrase, it was your like catchphrase. It's like our tagline The Green Hour okay. Jerry. We're starting off slow and tapering
0: off Alright, uh, something is happening The squirt mixture is starting to taste better. Oh, geez. And I'm spilling it. So, uh, something's definitely happening.
1: (laughs) All right. Well, we've got about four minutes, so let's recap this episode. What have we learned, Jerry?
0: Um, If you're going to mix absinthe with root beer, I recommend not using not your father's root beer.
1: Yes. Um, so I can you're not recommending alcoholic root beer
0: well uh, there are other brands of alcoholic root beer I'm not gonna but
1: I have like. to, I have to I would have to think they'd all be bad with that
0: it would depend I mean if it is a if it's a beer based root beer flavored drink I would probably say steer clear but if it's an actual root beer with some sort of Vodka or something in it, and then because I learned and I was really surprised root beer and spiced rum are wonderful together,
1: yeah, yeah. And same uh, with Dr. Pepper, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. And well, geez, just about everything in rum is pretty
1: good, yeah. That's 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 a true true story. story. All right, so Um, we learned uh, that root beer is in, alcoholic root beer is out, yes. And squirt is definitely out unless you let it sit out for a while,
0: or 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 you drink enough for it that you don't care anymore.
1: <laughs> Which could be where we're at at this point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that, so. that could be.
0: Oh, another thing we learned was if you're going to ship a bottle of absinthe, yes. claim it is balsamic, balsamic vinegar. vinegar. Yes,
1: for the win. There you go. That's, that's very true. Uh, that that is a way to uh, to. I don't know if it'll guarantee uh, the uh, bottle safety from prying eyes, but uh, at least in my experience, it uh, has not failed me yet.
0: Well, I'm just wondering if they have some sort of special law in Montana saying you cannot ship alcohol beyond the borders of Montana. I, I just wonder. I, I, it
1: could be. I don't know. Uh,
0: another thing we learned is that if you have about $2000 and you want to buy one camera that does everything uh go with the Sony MX10 Mark 4.
1: Yes, we did. One. We did.
0: One. Um at least as of what is today. Today is June 16th, 2020. Who knows, next week they might come out with a Mark 5. <laughs> you got to watch these things. Um what else? Oh, and um, the book by Bettina Whittles and Ted Bro called Absinthe Exquisite Elixir is worth buying.
1: Yes. And we also learned that uh, our friend Absentia has an online store where you can purchase uh, her wares as well as uh, not only alcohol, but uh, she has uh, some uh, wearable items and some household goods as well.
0: You're playing with your Velcro again, aren't you? Uh,
1: damn it! I was. Wow. <laughs> and we also learned that the uh, Blue Yeti microphone can pick up the sound of Velcro on your cargo shorts. From
0: two <laughs> yeah, I can. Yeah, they sure yeah. can.
1: Sorry, it's, exactly- it's
0: okay. You only you only started doing it there toward the end.
1: Yeah, we really just.
0: why don't you get some some bubble bubble wrap and start popping those i'm
1: gonna get some dead tree squirrels that's what i think i'm gonna go
0: get oh speaking which we had um um there was a power outage about like a year ago right and it was like this really loud bang i heard throughout the whole neighborhood and the power went out then like three days later after they got restored I found a blackened squirrel in my backyard right underneath the transformer.
1: <laughs> so it really was it was a dead tree squirrel.
0: It was a, yeah, it was. <laughs>
1: wow. So I think and then, this is good. I think this is, I think this, is, oh, we also learned that in the literary world, uh, most uh, writers call uh, hardcover physical books Copies of the book, dead.
0: But even even dead paper. Tree. I mean, any any even paperbacks.
1: Even paperbacks, they call dead tree.
0: Anything anything printed on paper,
1: they call it dead tree version.
0: Yeah, the dead tree edition. Edition. <laughs>
1: there you go. I like
0: it. Um, also. Hello, welcome to Jerry Drags the Podcast on for another oh, 10 no. minutes.
1: We're, we're just going over what we learned. <laughs> this is like a romper room. It's like a... Oh, yeah. I see. Oh, yeah. I see. Bringing it back. Real, ringing it in. Bringing <laughs> it in, <laughs> ladies and
0: gentlemen. So the, the other day, um, <clears throat> I was sitting here... Actually, the other day? Monday. Yeah. So I was sitting here... At, that was yesterday. Yes. I was sitting here at my desk... Working from home, looking at my window like I do every day, and a animal control truck pulls up and stops in front of my house. And I'm like, uh-oh. Yeah, that's and enough. the guy gets out, and he gets that long stick with the loop at the end of it. I'm like, oh, shit. Are my dogs inside? What is going on? So I go down. I make sure the dogs are inside. Everything's cool. I peek out. The, I'm spying on the guy now. He goes uh, between my house and the neighbor's house, and he's in the neighbor's yard and he retrieves a dead um, um, raccoon from directly under the uh, telephone power pole where oh. we found a dead squirrel. And I went, "Oh, that's why the electricity flickered the other day. <laughs>
1: basically this is like uh this is like shawshank for uh furry animals
0: well it's kind of like you know those mosquito traps where they like don't go into the light and they fly into the light and they get zapped well i have the same thing for big animals in my backyard i have a very attractive power pole or something
1: so if you well that's what she said thank you but (laughs) Well, but I, I think uh, I think what we what we've learned here in this is don't take any woodland creatures near your house.
0: Probably a good idea. Anything that could climb a tree is not safe.
1: Yes. All right. Well, that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. I'll leave any sort of raccoon or ferret that I may come across <laughs> uh, here. However. Uh, we also learned that we have a new band name, the Dead Tree Squirrels.
0: <laughs> the Dead Tree Squirrels.
1: That's going to be a good one. And They're uh, going to
0: open up for um, Captain Lead and the Letdowns at yes. our reunion.
1: You know what? And that's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. <laughs> Basically, we'll just take Captain Lead and the Letdowns, all the original members, we'll all switch instruments and be <laughs> the, the Dead Tree Squirrels. Okay. <laughs> and that way we open for ourselves, we make all the money, and we get rich and famous off one show.
0: That'll work.
1: I, I'm, so, in. I'm in on this.
0: So what do you think? Should we title this the Pod God's Cursed This Episode or Dead Tree Squirrels? Oh,
1: my gosh.
0: No, because if we call it Dead Tree Squirrels, we'll give it away. It yeah, funny. That's,
1: that's a funny joke there in the end. You're All right. right. Yeah.
0: Okay, let's wind it down.
1: Pod, Pod God's, uh, the, Pod gods uh, what's, what's a good word? It, it needs to be, uh, it's like three words. It needs to be like pod gods and the verb.
0: (laughs) Pod gods sad.
1: Pod gods sad. Pod gods. uh, Lay torment. Lay lay torment of the pod gods. Yes. Ladies and (laughs) gentlemen. See, this is how it works. This is you, you guys think we have this all planned out. Oh, no. This no. Is, this is off the cuff, uh, falling on the floor. We were able to get it. It's covered in fur. We bring it back and go, what the hell is this? And then that's what we call our podcast.
0: Well, uh, um, I, I do have some notes written down uh, that we kind of go through. I, I was trying to find the kafifi cooler, but I guess I'll... I'll put that on the next or, or or just buy the book you'll find it it's in there well
1: uh, uh, I, let's let's uh, give them a phone number so they can call in and make comments
0: we can do that um as a reminder to our absent minded friends you could give us a call leave us a message at 203-450-6375 now you say it <laughs>
1: Who me or are the, they you know, the listeners you you Oh I are you were talking about the listeners? I thought this was like a like a monkey see monkey do thing. I'm sorry. Well
0: I well, I've got the big magic what was it a magnifying glass and I'm is. looking I see Bobby, I see Patrick. Right, I so see
1: David. Get uh so repeat the number and then I'll repeat it.
0: Okay. That number again is 203. Four five zero six three seven five.
1: That number again is two z- two?
0: <laughs> Nine seven
1: eight, <laughs> right, so, four, two, yeah. three, X four. I'm 90. sorry, Hal. I can't open the pod bay doors. <laughs> <laughs> no pod bay door for you. <laughs> yes. Well, we want to hear your comments. We do want to hear your comments, and so we want to hear or, or what text. You think. Oh, the text heck, can text. I keep for text. Dick.
0: Yeah, because that's that seems to be the way everybody wants to do it, and we are accommodating. We are. S- just so, <laughs> I was about to say something really horrible.
1: Well, we can uh, also we can also we can text spread
0: text our legs and, and accommodate anybody.
1: Whoa, <laughs> just whoa! Just go. We're sending
0: Send your dick pics too.
1: No, 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 no. <laughs> You're the JJ picks too. Oh, dear. Two zero three. Wow. Four five zero. Well, welcome, Flo.
0: Six three seven five. Uh, yes, just we- be. Be we, be be careful because we, we will we post them kid
1: friendly. We used to be kid friendly
0: people. We're not kid friendly. You have to it's be of legal drinking age to listen to this podcast. Otherwise, we recommend that you go to www.disney.com.
1: I was <laughs> I was talking about baby goats. <laughs> what? <laughs> we're we're kid friendly. <laughs> baby, baby as long as they mom,
0: don't I'm, climb the Telephone, pole. oh, yeah, because they do that.
1: that they like, keep, keep them away from Jerry's house. Good job. Yeah, look at how oh, my, far we've fallen,
0: the, or how far they would fall. Yeah, that's true, but they'd be dead by the time they hit the ground. So, so all you that can to say, you could use the anchor.fm. Why did I even say this? Nobody does it, but if you do, if you want to, you could go to anchor.fm. Oh, actually, you know, it's anchorfm.com. Oh, Or you could use the Anchor FM app on your phone to send us a voice message directly. I tested it. It works. It just doesn't work on Safari for some reason. They still haven't fixed that. Wow. You could do that, too, via their website. Uh, and you could actually go to our website, and there's a big button that says send us a message, and you click it, and it goes directly to anchor.fm or anchor.fm. Where you could leave a message as long as you're using Firefox, Chrome, or probably, what? what is what is um, Microsoft's new one? Edge? Edge. Edge I think. Yeah, because you know Edge is nothing but Chrome now. They yeah. just took Chrome and stuck it in the middle and put Microsoft on it.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, it's a brave new world.
0: You know, Chrome's a good... Good um, uh, browser. I used to use it forever until it became an Apple snob.
1: Yes, I know. That's I a- know.
0: Whack me in the pee pee for that. I think anyway.
1: We, I think we should uh, we should contact Google, have them make a knockoff version of Chrome.
0: Anybody can. It's public domain. But oh, finish oh. your finish your thing.
1: Oh well, then let's make our own uh, browser. We'll, we'll call it the uh, the Dead Tree Scroll Browser. <laughs> Do that, and the you, only thing, no matter what you search for, all it brings up is about dead squirrels.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to say our website.
1: <laughs> oh, well, that too. But, I mean, since we talked about, it, I, mean, I think that'd be good.
0: Uh, yeah, you can go to GitHub, download the source code, change it around, compile it, and it's your your browser now. <laughs> well, there <you laughs> it's, go. it's it's uh, it's wide open. Anyway, <laughs> just just like me accepting calls from anybody. Yes. Send your pictures to 203-450-6375. Especially if you're from Kiev. Can you find, anyway.
1: a, can you find a, a picture of a dead tree squirrel and put a glass of absinthe next to it? I That'll do not
0: want, image. no. No, I'm not putting a dead animal. No, no.
1: It I could I be know. sleeping. <laughs> no? I'll
0: find a, I'll find a sleepy squirrel. I have <laughs> a
1: sleepy squirrel. We'll pretend it's dead. Alright.
0: I actually I have pictures of a sleepy squirrel from right outside my window. I've oh, there been posting you go. on Instagram. There you go. So if you want to see pictures of birds and squirrels, follow me on Instagram yes. at Jerry J Davis.
1: Yes, and if you want to uh, listen to uh, a couple of squirrels, uh, tune into our podcast next week.
0: <laughs> if you want some funny ass memes, either follow our our, um, our Facebook page or Dan's oh, Instagram. Yeah. Which yeah. is at danledbetter com. I'm still paying for that, you know.
1: I know you are. I keep I keep meaning to turn it into a webpage. I just, I just that's okay.
0: That that's my birthday present to you every year as I it? keep your website oh, going. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thank you so much.
1: Uh, well, you're say, welcome. Say good night, Jerry.
0: Good night, Jerry.
1: Good night, folks.
0: <laughs> thanks again, and remember to say stay, stay, good on, minded. Asante? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I always want you to do the last word because oh, I okay. steal it from you. Uh,
1: uh, uh, Armand Asante. That's all I got.
0: Nope. Chuck Testa. Hey, Jerry here. Since we don't have an official sponsor for this episode, I thought I'd throw this in instead. But first, let me set the appropriate mood. It was a dark and stormy night, and there I was, up in a treehouse, banging away at an old manual typewriter. Do you have any idea how hard it is to type on a manual typewriter up in a tree while it's raining? Oh, and did I mention the lightning? But there I was, typing away, while ravens circled around in the air, swooping down through the torrent and trying to snatch the wet pages right out of the typewriter. But I wouldn't let them. I fought them off.
1: Get away from me, you bloody birds!
0: Why? Because it was important. I had a story to tell. And while the typewriter didn't survive, the stories did. And you can read them in the safe, tranquil, storm-free dryness of your giant mansion on either a Kindle, a Kindle app on the device of your choice, or from the words imprinted on the remains of a long dead tree. Don't worry, the tree didn't feel any pain, as far as we know. The one I'm going to recommend to you mainly because it has absinthe in it, is the novel All You See Is Light. There's three others in the series, and there's also a book of short stories. And if you're into true stories, there's one called All This in a Bucket of Toads. That one also has Dan in it. Yeah, I dug up a lot of dirt in that one. And toads. Don't worry, it won't give you warts, but you can find all of these on my personal website, cherryjdavis.com books. I'm sure you'll enjoy them. If you don't, they make perfect regifts, saving you money and you can claim you know me. I'll vouch for you totally. And if you're just not into books and you don't like to read, you could still pretend you do and go and give my books a good review on Amazon. Hey, there's as much karma in that as there is in just reading the book. It's a win-win. Meanwhile, I'll be up here in this tree writing the next book while I drink absinthe. Shoot!
1: Shoot! Ouch! Ow! Curse you, Alfred Hitchcock!